Hey, I'm Fred. And I'm Ed. And this is Create a Generation. Create a Generation of Hype. All right, Frederico, what is happening this week? It's it's Lee. Lee's on the show this week. Lee, what is happening ah, this week? Lee, what is happening Fred, this you week? You did not join us this week. It was Lee. <laughs> got to, just, okay, Ant, I will write the script for you. <laughs> Lee, what is happening this week? It was Lee, and we are hanging out with Rush from Rushlight Invader. For me to animate, let's say, five seconds might take me a good couple hours. It depends on like the animation, like how much animation I want to put into it, how much in-betweens. Hey, uh, before we get started, if you like this podcast that we've put together for you, please let us know on Apple Podcasts by leaving a review. We'd love to hear what you think about it. And Ant will personally hug everybody who gives us a five-star review, so that is his guarantee mm, to you. socially distanced virtual hug. Exactly. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Creative Generation. We're joined by Rush, What's up? aka Ru- Rushlight Invader, and Fred. I don't know. He was being cranky this morning or something. He didn't want to hang out with you, Rush. I'm very, uh, very sorry. It's okay. I have but- cooties. It's okay. I understand. I understand. <laughs> he was actually very rude about it. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, just, I, just, I took a shower like three weeks ago. I'm I'm, I'm clean. <laughs> but Lee's Lee's jumped into the hot seat instead because he's he's much more interested to talk to you i think okay okay but we're all 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 in different places obviously because of coronavirus and who knows what but um but thanks for joining us and thanks for having a shower three weeks ago (laughs) no problem thank you guys for having me hey um can you introduce yourself to us Ah, uh, see, where do I start? Um, I just at the moment I just make um story time animations and just hang out on the internet. Brilliant, and you've got a, a couple of YouTube channels. You've got Rushlight Invader, mm-hmm. which is like your story time animation channel, right? Yep, like, yep. And then you've got Rushlight. Yeah, Rushlight's the second channel. It's mostly gameplay stuff. I uh, hired my friends to help edit. And you're, in, we'll, we'll get into it. You're an incredibly good gamer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you've also got like a a podcast with a whole bunch of other other creators as well. What's that one about? Um, that one is with my friends, the Amazing and Laddie. We got together and made a podcast where we invite our friends and other guests, to come, like animators, to come over and we just chill and hang out. It sounds like you're living the dream. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely living the dream. I am swooning <laughs> so, with ladies right now. <laughs> is that the dream? No, it's terrifying. It's a nightmare. Please send help. <laughs> so, like, uh, Rush, where did it, like, where did this all start? This dream living. Like, uh, I always wanted to draw as a kid. Most like people that start drawing just keep pursuing it, and people were, like around me just encouraged me to keep drawing and stuff, right? And I was like out of art college, and I was like, I don't know what to do, so I just taught myself how to animate. And uh, story time animation looked cool, and so yeah. Do you remember your first thing where you went, Storytime Animation, that looks cool. What were you watching? or who, Whose channel were you watching? Do you remember? Well, when I first started my YouTube channel, I was at college. I started three of them at the same time. I started my main channel, Rushlight Invader. I made my first gaming channel, which was basically Game Grumps edits, so not very well edited. Just footage of 10-minute segments uploaded. And while I was at college, I was still learning how to do the digital tablet. And I didn't know how to draw on the digital tablet, because I was all traditional up until uh, college. And I want to learn how to do digital and animate. And they didn't teach animation at this course. So I would um, take that digital tablet and draw Minecraft art for people. Like, I would get people to pay me to do Minecraft art. And also do fan art of, like, big YouTubers. And to help get my name out there. And they would, like, retweet stuff. And by, and then I met some people in the um, speed art community. Speed art, uh, Minecraft art community. 
And this one guy posted a story time, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I want to try this. And uh, I tried it, and and then uh, I got into the, uh, That's my first story time. Do you want to give a shout-out to who that was? You don't remember. Uh, <laughs> well, I had it. Toon Squish. That was his name. Toon Squish. Toon Squish. Right. Yeah, he was a Minecraft speed art like I was. He made a story time. I'm like, oh, this is cool. I want to try this. Because I also watched this thing called RTAA from Rooster Teeth. They did like um, they took segments from their podcast and people animated it, and it was like these fun little things. So I made mine like that, like blue shading, like that. But then, uh, then I posted it, and then some guy on Twitter followed me. His name was the Odd Ones Out, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's cool." He followed me. That's interesting. Oh, he does collabs. Let me just see if he wants to do a collab with me. And then that's how uh, I met that man. <laughs> hey, we've got to ask, just for those who don't know, speed. Art? Speed art is basically take hours of footage of you just drawing and it just speed it up in like editing software for like a three minute video. And that's like a great way to get known for your art online. Because you, you just post commissions on Twitter. Most artists do that. They just, hey, my commissions are open. Go check it out. What I did was like, I'll do a speed art channel with famous Minecraft artists or other famous people and just draw them. I'll tweet at them sometimes. Sometimes I'll tweet it out. But the comment section will always be filled up with, hey, can I hire you for an art piece? Half of them don't even, or like five-year-olds don't have money and will try to scam you. But there are actually some people that will actually give you money to actually like draw. So it's a good business thing to do for speed art is just to have a channel dedicated to that to get money. Another question then, is that because of the speed art, is that why you called yourself Rush? Oh, no. No, um, my name's stupid how I came up with it. Well, we got to hear it. All right. <laughs> well, that makes it more interesting then. <laughs> oh, no, no. All right, so um, I was trying to figure out a unique name on the internet because having a unique name is very important on the internet because you type in on Google, it autofills, right? You want something that autofills. Like, oh, do you want this guy? He's like, yes, I want that guy. And it's also you want something that's typed out like you're the only person like that. So if you're like... Do- licking dog um, and then it's like oh there's a lot of dogs that, that are licking out there what do you mean and he's like yeah well that's my name he's like that doesn't make sense but uh so I was like drawing I was coming out for weeks just trying to figure out something and I was drawing a candle and my candles look cool there's this show called Digimon that had this candle on he always looked cool his design looked cool to me so I'm drawing this candle I'm like what are the synonyms I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right what are the similar similar words of a uh, candle and I looked it up it was rush light rush light hasn't been used since the 1800s it's like this long ass candle little and you light it and it's whatever and uh I was like all right rush light sounds cool but it can't just be rush light and I looked at um invader invaders can be like the video games or like uh, a- it means alien from like it can be like any alien from invader zim from piccolo from dragon ball z and I just plopped them together and that's my ridiculous name so I'm candle alien brilliant I love it that's great yeah, it's a really handle alien, alien two would be pretty pretty memorable and would stand out as yeah. well. Yeah, there's an animator we know. He he set up his channel, uh, and he called it Sexual Lobster. Oh, that's uh, a <laughs> Chris and um and he does a, like a character like Manhor and, and things like that. <laughs> it, and the, the the channel name has absolutely nothing to do with what he makes. That sounds it just it sounded cool and it was memorable. I don't think he's that big a fan of the name anymore, but it's not. <laughs> it, it sounds very sexy. Not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, um, you so you're you're here creating like niche speed fan art because it was mostly Minecraft speed speed art, which yeah. is like yeah. 
super interesting itself. And we could go down that rabbit hole. But then you also mentioned like some dude, odd ones out, just followed you on Twitter and you're like, hey, can we collab? And he said, yes. Yeah. Simple as that. Like, yeah. this is how these things work. I guess. I was, I was just bald enough. I was like, all right, this guy followed me. He likes me, apparently. He thinks I'm cool or my content's cool. I'll just shoot him a DM. I'm like, I, look, I watched some of his videos first. I was like, all right, I need to get to know this guy. This guy has a good amount of following. He seems cool. Let me just look at the videos. I'll watch the videos. Oh, he is cool. All right, he sounds like a nice guy. DM, hey, I see you do collabs. Hey, man, um, want to voice my video? And he's like, yeah, man, you seem cool. I'm like, oh, oh. That's back when he did collab with a lot of people back then. And I was like really excited at that moment. I was like, oh, oh. And I got him to do like two lines, and that was – not very well used. I did a Pokemon Go video, and that video is not evergreen. Does not age well. It does, people do not will rewatch that over time. No, that was a fad thing, and that ruined my uh, collab with him. Really? So at the time, was it okay? Or it, it went alright? Or well, that was my second story time, I think, and it, I'm still getting used to the story time genre thing. And uh, doing a topic like Pokemon Go is very like in the time because that's when Pokemon Go was very uh, popular. And uh, having him and in it didn't not help. Like it helped a little bit, but over time did not help. People didn't. People don't go back to rewatch that video. People are still playing Pokemon Go, apparently. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, there's a couple of people I know that do that. There's a pretty good lesson in that. So, Rush, are you saying that? Would you recommend if people are going to do a collab that if they were going to decide on a trending or evergreen, do you think it's better to go evergreen? All um, for story time animation, probably mostly always, yeah. Like eighty, ninety percent of the time, probably do that. But if you're already established, it's like you can do whatever, right? But if you're like an up and coming person, you're probably someone that people always watch, come back to like a year or two down the line. Rush, like you've learned a lot since then. You've you've channels grown a fair bit. What what do you what do you what are your videos like now? Like, what do you do in, in your? Oh, I don't shade anymore. I learned that the hard way. I had my character had blue shading and then a yellow backlight around it, which I thought would make you stand out, look cool. Cause like, oh, no one had shading. And then I found out drawing and shading takes forever, so I removed the shading completely. I was like, I'm not wasting my time. And so now I have a little bit more fluidity. I have more backgrounds now, so character designs are more smaller, so they fit into screen and more the playground, like it's a cartoon. And oh, voicing! Oh, I hate voicing when I'm beginning. Oh, I hate! I dreaded it. That was the worst. And script writing, ah! Oh. But I learned how to like be more natural and more confident in my voice and how I would write. And so over time, that that's what happens over time. You just get better and better as you go. So like you, you sort of touched on it, like this process that you've got, and it'd be really interesting to dive into that a, a bit. Like, how what what goes into making one of your videos, like an animated story time video, like? Like for, where do you start? Like for, how do you uh, start? Like, how do I start? Uh, from beginning, where do you come up with an idea? Okay. Um, shoot. Uh, it just depends on how I feel. Like, what, what do I want to tell? I just have I have a whole catalog, a whole list of like ideas I want to go through. And whenever I feel like, I'll just write as I go along doing other projects. I'll just keep writing things that happened during that thing, and I'll just pick that one or something like that. I usually sometimes my friends call me crazy. I would write the script. And then just start animat, just start doing the storyboard with the script. No voiceover yet. A lot of people like to do the voiceover um, after the script. I like to do the script and then storyboard. Because when I'm writing, drawing, and there's like a boring line or two where I'm drawing it, I'll be like, "Oh, that's boring. I don't know how to draw this." And I'll just I'll be editing the script while I'm storyboarding it back and forth, and then I'll go and voice it. And if I add any improv that I think is funny, I'll just draw that frame in between or something like that. 
But uh, recently, I last two things I've been working on have pre-audio, like my friends and I goofing off, so I would have to storyboard the uh, audio first because there's no script at all. It's all like improv, those two last two I'm going to be doing. I'm keen to know as well, Rush, just in terms of the story time style, um, did you only adapt that style because that's what all story time animators seem to have that very, you know, the character design. It's a little anime, but it's, you know, that very like bubbly, smooth edged. There's not like any sharp corners. Before that, were you just like, did you go into it thinking I'm going to draw my own style or did you quickly realize, no, no, if I'm going to be a story time animator, I really need to modify my art style to fit in with the genre? That's the character design. I mostly based off the character design initially off this anime called Penny and Stalking, which is like a... Uh... Japanese cartoon that was made look like a uh, Western cartoon. So it had like looked like um, Powerpuff Girls and like um, teenage robot with pointy chins and like big thick arms, square fingers. Originally, I had that, and then I would I slowly cheapified my character so he'd be more cartoony and fit on screen, but he still had like little sharp edges here and there. So I didn't want to like be bubble people. Like the got circles are more like easier to move around and animate like to do a turn a turnaround it's easier to do a circle than it is to do things with a pointy chin because a circle is always con- consistent pointy chin is not but i was like ah, i was, yeah, I was just i'm just drawing my style i didn't really think much about it i was like yeah this is what i want to do where's the genesis of this bubble story time animation character come I, from like i think once based off all the uh original story timers they all had like circle-ish heads like uh, yeah. Swoozy, James, Jaden, they all have circleish heads, and like uh, Tim, Tom, and Adam, they they came in as well around that time, and they all just have circle bubble boys, and so people take inspiration from the bigger boys, and they're like, oh, it, and then they'll like try to put on twist on it. Do you think that then spawned the style, like that everyone sort of then copying, as you say, the big boys? Maybe, yeah. Most of the most, I would say most of the time, like a lot of people starting out would start with that, but then they like learn. Some people that are like really young, they don't know what to reference or what art styles they really know how to do yet because they haven't experimented with different art styles over the years. Where someone like a little bit older will be like, oh, I drew anime characters, I drew this, and they'll just combine, they'll smush all their styles together or something they would like like to do. Just depends on like their age and how much is their art background. But majority of people do start with the rounder characters. I feel like as well, Rush, like your videos, they actually have certain elements which have incredible detail. Like It looks like it would take a long time to really get the composition and the coloring. And I think the color jumps out for me on your channel more than maybe some of the other Storytime animators. Was that a conscious choice to differentiate yourself by saying, look, I'm going to show every now and then I'm going to demonstrate how actually talented I am as an artist? All right. Uh, well, I was when I uh, redesigned my character, I wanted to redesign my backgrounds. And my backgrounds were boring blue. And it was disgusting. It was boring. Most of the backgrounds storytelling animators use are white. And I was like, all right. And then once I did this acid video, I was like, this is the time to do it. This is the time to change up my backgrounds completely. And so I got these like these texture brushes. What inspired me the most to do that though was these people on uh, this thing, this band called Starbomb. They had this music video called about Overwatch, and it had like all the like dots and like comic book style. And then like that year, I think Into the Spider Verse came out. And I really loved the dot aesthetic to it when that came out. And so I would try to went crazy. I would just, none of my backgrounds are proportioned. Like nothing makes sense. Like nothing is aligned, like perfect. Everything is just abstract drawings. Like that's a wall, that's a couch. It doesn't have to make sense perspective wise. And that's, I just make it messy as possible because I don't got time to make it perfect. I was like, because I only, I do my backgrounds, I do my animations. 
And so I just had to hurry up and just pop out a background and then draw and then put my character next to it. But how my characters pop out more is because they're all white with like a little bit of color on them. So having my characters white makes the backgrounds pop even more. How does the animation thing work after that? Like, what do you like? Break it down. Like, lift the lid a bit because. <laughs> Like for people who are watching these things, they might not realize the kind of work that goes in there. Like, what are you doing when you're actually then coming up, like actually animating these things? What, what's that process like, and how long does it take? Oh boy, sometimes it takes me like three months to upload a video. On average, three months. On average, um, because I got write storyboard, then audio. Now to cut off the audio, trim the audio, figure out what I want to do. Um, sometimes I'll improv and then add more stuff to the storyboard. And then I'll draw, and then I'll just blast music and just draw my um, I'll line art my characters, like the keyframes. And then sometimes I add some in betweens, and uh, at and then sometimes I get bored with drawing. I just um go over and Photoshop, do a background, and plop it over. And I'll like take hours just do one single background, maybe one hour, maybe thirty minutes, get the colors right, and then I'll plop it down over, and I'll keep animating. And that and that's what you do every day, all day, and then uh, then you'll post in three months, and that's and that and then it doesn't get as many views, and then you cry, and then you do it all over again. So what does yeah, like how many how much how many hours or, or goes into making like each second or each minute of, of a video? I don't know, not exactly, but I know I work with twenty four frames a second, but we drag out the second, so each frame could last like a whole second or more so it doesn't it depends on like the animation like how much animation i want to put into it how much in betweens because it'll take a good while like for us to me to animate let's say five seconds might take me a good couple hours maybe five hours maybe three hours who knows just depends on how detailed it is or how much line art i need to do with how my character's moving around just all depends really (laughs) and you're blasting music what are you listening to that's, Mostly know. anime music, I think, and remixes. I love me some remixes, mashups, yeah, right. maybe a podcast or two. A question on time, then. If you were to tell a an aspiring storytime animator, here's a couple of ways to shorten the amount of time it takes. So if there's any shortcuts that you learned from when you started to now, things that you know have saved you time during the process, what would be a couple of tips that you would say, look, avoid doing this and this, or if you want to save time here, do this instead? That's a good question. Having saved presets is pretty good. I have head shapes, and my beanie is a shape I copy and paste constantly. Knowing the shortcuts to the key binds is good for your keyboard, like uh, like uh, like G and B to switch between the bucket and the brush tool, so I have to keep worrying about it. I mean, less clicking around. I'm still learning the shortcuts myself, but it's it's all right. It's all right. I'm not too technical savage with the program itself. I'm still learning like the camera tools and like the symbols and stuff. But I'm like learning as I go. I use I reuse a lot of my backgrounds a lot, but I just change the hue sometimes, and then I'll draw elements in it, like a table or two, just to make it look different. And or I'll zoom in more, flip it horizontally, and just like make it your eye look like it's a different background, but it's not. Just so I save time, not doing backgrounds. Yeah, that's good. Hey, um, Rush, you 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 mentioned you know early on you did a collab with um, James Odd Ones Out, and um, but you guys have sort of kept close up was that after that like how did you ended up working on that channel right well i i was in talks with him after that like we were like oh just like communicating terms like i'll message him like hey great video or hey that thing that you said on that discord server to those kids was very inspiring or whatever like something nice or like we'll just i'll just send him a little joke or a funny gaff just to make it some conversation icebreakers 
we also had some friends in common. Like our friend Maz was also became friends with him as well. And then I was like, I had an idea one day. I was like, what? Like, because after I collabed with him, I offered like, hey man, thank you for the collab. I follow up email. I'm like, hey, thank you for collabing with me. The video's doing great. I appreciate it. If you need any help with your animation in the future, let me know. I'm I'm willing to help, man. And he's like, ah, I'm good for now. Thanks, dude. And I'm like, all right, cool. So that was like a nice follow-up email. I was like, all right, he'll never get back to me, whatever. And uh, I saw, I was, one day I had an inspiration. I'm like, what if I animated one of his comics? Maybe he might hire me then. This guy needs help for animation. He's a big channel. I want him to grow. He's a cool dude. I want to help this man. And so he didn't have the animation skills that I can bring to the table. And I was like, all right, let me just crazily make this crazy animated. So I go all out in this animation. The line art's not the greatest. Like, I got better at his style over time. Like, this was my first attempt at his style. And I made it all crazy, different angles, sound effects, just going all out, going all out for him to, like, notice. I posted it. He loved it. Um, and then my friend Moz also put in a good word for me. He's like, yeah, Rush is great. He's a cool guy. And he's like, all right, all right, I'm looking to hire someone. And so he sends me an image. He's like, hey, Rush, color this for me. If you color it right, you'll see what happens. And I color it. And then I also took the same image and I made it like a de- an ugly version like green like picking his nose and stuff I'm like here is the one you want here's the f- version I like better as like a joke I made like I'm, I just made it ugly and green disgusting he's like oh they're both great and I'm like oh yeah he's like you're hired I'm like oh sweet what and he's like yeah you're hired now congratulations I'm like oh. and then that's been like over two plus years ago and I think my first video was the fables video yeah so and, and you then animate all the videos or a lot of the most of the videos um it just depends on the segment just small segments that are like more yeah. like animated or something like that how's that process different to then working on your own stuff so there's already like storyboarders like originally i helped storyboard as well but he got storyboarders to come along too so you got some storyboarders and he'd be like he'll send me a flash file or something and be like hey or it could be just two images like hey can you add some in-betweens but he'll be like, send me a thing and he'll be like all right animate this, make it sexy. And I would make it, add in-betweens, add bounces, make it, add follow-through, all that all that jazz, all that stuff makes it look like it's moving around. It could be like a like one-second segment about him like freaking out or like a whole like five seconds of a character moving. It just depends uh, what project he really wants him to do. But it's all, all the stuff I get is only like a short amount of time because just the fluidity of how he wants it. Sweet. And then like do you do you like feel like a sense of ownership then over like the content on the on the that channel is it like you like you know you watch that video and you're like yeah that like how does that feel like is it does it feel like yours or does it feel like a bit of work or how does like is there a difference between hmm let's see the on the, the storyboarders really came out with the concept itself right and and yeah. and then i just make it look more sexy or i'll like change it up a bit to make it fit his standard. Like, he's like, I like this thing they did here, but can you change it up a bit? And then I'll just animate it. Like, I, I get proud of seeing stuff I help animate, but I know it's not fully me. It's like, it's like maybe like 50% me, but there's like stuff that goes into it. Like how the, he, cause he writes a little notes on the storyboards, like how he wants a scene to kind of look like. And then the storyboards make it. And then I go back and animate it. So I like, I do feel proud seeing stuff. And I very happy to work on this team. Whenever a video posts, I'm just like, Ooh, go check it out. But uh, other than that, it's like, eh, it's like I'm not too crazy about it. I don't feel ownership over it too much. Yeah. And you as a, a YouTube creator working with and for another YouTube creator, um, and you mentioned your, like, one of your channels, you've sort of like, you know, hired a bunch of, of, of friends to, to work on 
with you as well. Is that like, is that a common thing? Like what's like... Friends hiring friends? Yeah, but like, you know, other creators, you know, hiring other other creators to work on YouTube content. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it gets people you trust. You like to try to get, you don't want to really hire like strangers that much. Just people that you like trust and know their skills. You know what I mean? Uh, but you could hire strangers as well. I don't know. I just like, uh, I just want to expand myself. I like to get, invest more money I make back into like another YouTube channel. And I don't have time to make more content on my own. I got to work for myself and James. So I was like, my, my friends over here, they're cool. They're good at editing. I was like, hey, you want to, I'll pay you money. And they're like, okay, money? I'm like, yeah, money. And you just edit some videos and then get more content out. And they're like, okay. Pay money, not just uh, recognition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the artist's currency? Oh man, exposure. Of course. Oh, exposure. I, should, I should, I should all fire him right now. Just to, that's it. It's over now. You changed my mind. <laughs> Renegotiate those contracts to yeah. just good exposure. So, Rush, if you were to say to anyone who'd never seen your channel, what's the one video that they should go out and watch right now? Which one would you recommend? Anything this last year. Um, let's see. The teacher video is pretty cool. I like. There's some cringy moments here and there. The vegetarian video is really fun because it's all improv, so it's more natural. But uh, I think the nat, I think the vegetarian one's pretty good. And is that one that you would say demonstrates your work the best, or is that just one that you just thought was the most fun to make? It's also the most current one I made too, so it's like a little biased towards it because I always try to make it the last video the best. So I guess, yeah, I guess la the vegetarian one's my favorite, and I like it has some of my style in it. Now, what about this? If there was one video that you've still got uploaded that you wish no one saw, <laughs> is there any that you really hate? Dragon Ball Pooper. All in the sock video. <laughs> There's a sock video, too. That was really cringy. You know what's going to happen now? That's going to be the first one everyone goes to look at. Dude, it's already the most one of my most popular videos, the Dragon Ball Pooper one. You kidding me? I hate it. It's supposed to be like an old Newgrounds cartoon kind of style I tried, and then it just blew up. I'm like, oh, that's cool, I guess. I didn't want this to be my legacy. Is is that one of the things where you sort of debate with yourself? Do I take it down, but at the same time, it's getting so many views, I can't? Well, con I constantly think about that. I'm like, does it hurt my channel if I take this down? Do I, what, what do I lose? Do I lose more subscribers? I'm not making more content like this in the future, but maybe they'll like my other content. So I'm like constantly battle. Because I know it's like stuff in the future, like maybe it's like some of it is like a little uh, not good for all audiences. And it was also age restricted. So it doesn't make money, really. It does not make money. <laughs> I think it's a common thing though like um a lot of a lot of people we've spoken to on the podcast and a lot of creators we know that they, they uh, um they like they one of their more popular videos are like the ones just, they don't they, like the, the one they're not they they don't like and sometimes it's like they've changed or it's just like it's who they it's like they it could be this like there was a, a long time ago and and it's like I think a lot of the time we're our own worst uh critics as well Probably. Yeah, it's like you like spend hours, months on a video. You're like, oh, this is gonna be the greatest video. It gets no views. You make a video in like a, a week or two, and it's like the, poop, the 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 script is terrible, nothing but poop jokes, and it gets a million views. They're like, oh, great, thanks. All right, no effort, poop jokes. All right, I guess here we are. So, is that the the new channel for the future? The uh, <laughs> the rush light poop channel. That's, yep, that's it. That's exactly now, man. Rush light pooper. Yeah, that's me. That's, that's me. Pretty memorable. Rush light pooper. Rush like Poop Invader, and that's just a different channel altogether. <laughs> so, like, what, what, what's the future hold for for Rush? I don't know if a video go gets lucky, or if I manage to somehow change, infiltrate the algorithm, and just make my channel blow up, where I can make like sixty dollars a day. That would be the best. 
Like if I I'll, I can survive off of six dollars a day, I'll just eat pizza constantly with that money. <laughs> but if if I ever get to that point, I may I I have to consider like talk to James, and be like, hey man, my channel's doing okay, and then maybe I'll quit. But I don't want to like quit quit forever. He's a cool guy, and I want to help out. But if there's like something he needs help with, I'll always come back and help him. But then if I get to that point, if I ever get more blow, if I blow up more, I would probably work for myself more and make more videos for myself and hire a team. I'll start hiring more people to, con- to churn out more animations. Because the second channel, I only hi- I hired my friends and stuff. They're cool. The editors are cool, but the videos don't get many views. Like they're great edits, great edits, but no one can find these videos. It's really hard to get these out there because I have mild swearing in it, and YouTube don't like that a lot. And it's hard to get that through the algorithm or be discovered right now. And so I need to focus more on growing the team for the animation stuff. I guess to because that's where the the money maker is. The main channel is the money maker, so I would have to focus more on that. So, Rush, I'm, I'm wondering then. Um, a lot of YouTubers talk about using their YouTube channel to leverage into other areas. So, for example, if you you know think about your future plans, if you could just do a YouTube channel, like you said, making money all the time, enough to live on, hire a team, would you continue to do that, or would you say, no, I'd like to actually see if I could leverage this into maybe you know, maybe some traditional media or, you know, maybe doing like, see if I can go work it. I'm just going to throw anything out there like Adult Swim or, you know, would you want to do that or would you want to stay in the YouTube realm? Hmm, that's a good question. Everyone wants to create their own show. That's for sure. Every anime wants to create their own show. They're all writing. They all have something planned in the future when they get older. It's like, oh, my OCs and craziness will happen at this point in my life. But right now, I don't think I'm at that point. I'm just like, I still need to grow. I still need to be dependent on myself first before I make big moves like that. Um, I don't know. Just trying to branch out different channels I have and my Twitch my Twitch as well. Just growing on different platforms like that. Like, not having all my eggs in one basket, but I also want to little focus more on, on those first before I move on to any bigger projects like that. But maybe, who knows, I'll have a pilot for a show one day. Who knows? Do, you want, do we want to talk about uh, Twitch as well, Ant? Because I know with uh, Alex from Alex's Corner, she was talking about Twitch being... Uh, a bit nerve-wracking because, you know, with animation, you don't show your face, whereas on Twitch, you're showing your face. Is that something that you find as well, Rush, or do you do you like being on camera? Oh, I love being on camera. Yeah, it's great. I like uh, just interacting with my uh, chat and hanging out. It's really fun. It's really interesting energy going on with that. It's, but it's, it's like a little disheartening if no one watches, but it's all right. It's just chill vibing sometimes. But uh, what, do I, you do, what, do you, what do you do on your Twitch? I uh I paint every I like on every Tuesday I've been doing a giant painting behind me you'll see that uh I just been doing during quarantine cause I was bored and just a giant collage of memes for and it's like very like crazy looking and I wanna I just wanted to paint because I love to paint and uh, I figured this is the perfect time to do it on Twitch for everyone who's listening go check out the YouTube video of this and you'll see all the artwork behind Rush and it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah and then sometimes I like I have a schedule like some some Thursdays I uh would draw subscribers. And then sometimes I'll play a game, and then every every Saturday is a Minecraft thing. So I play a game with my friends that I that I play with on my second channel. Just depends on how uh, the day goes. But yeah, Twitch overall is a great experience. Interacting with fans, answering questions, and hanging out, and just badly singing with them. It's really great. They love it when I badly sing. What do you have a go-to bad sing song? Or like the Guardian soundtrack. There's just a whole bunch of songs I badly sing. Just a whole plethora. Even like um, Japanese anime songs, I don't even know the lyrics to. I'll just badly sing. 
Can you give us a sample? No way, Jose. Nuh-uh, not here. Uh-uh. <laughs> Come on. Just, you know, a little, a little teaser so if people can get a little sample. Like, I'm going to go... Oh. I'm going to go see, see Rush on No, 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 no. A little. Come on. That's a little extra, big boy. Uh. <laughs> hey, um, Rush, we're, we've run out of time, unfortunately, but it's been a, been a blast talking to us. But before we, before we finish off, we always like to, to get some advice from, from our guests for aspiring creators. So what would be your biggest piece of advice you could give to an aspiring uh, YouTube creator? Figure out the easiest ways to do things. Um, make a, finding a community that's a good one. Finding a community and other like-minded friends to surround you with, so you can always push each other or like help critique each other or something like that. Get along, collab with friends. Depending on what your kind of channel it is, you know what I mean. Just uh, just get yourself out there. What else is there? Hmm. Play, do smart, not hard. Oh, if you're animating, don't worry about making it. The best thing about animation is the story. The story always comes first. There's some people that have the like have terrible art style. The casually explain is not the best animator, it, or neither is Grady Underway or whatever those channels, all those kind of channels are. They're just stories and how they talk, and it just really captivates the audience. Even Circle Tunes, who just has like a PSD, he's on Photoshop. And he makes his characters bounce up and down. He's hilarious. It's just. The animation comes last, I think. Overall, visuals and animation do come last compared to the story and how the like, audience like, connects with you, I think, the most. People people sweat over the animation too much. That's great advice. Yeah, we've never had anyone say that before, so that's fantastic. Boom. Well, on that note, thank you, Rush. Rush Light Invader or Rush Light Pooper. Get um, <laughs> me. Thank you so much for joining us on Crowd Generation. Thank you guys for having me. Create the generation. Look on the mic.